love this laugh. And then what if this was still all in it? <laughs> like <laughs> his name, everything, bro. So about Tracy, you gonna be on the stream. Mm. Don't look at my ball. And it's a Tati. Can I do something really ridiculous before we get started? Because I can't get it out of my head, and I just wanna, I just wanna um, vomit it all here, get it out. I hate vomit. Never talk about it again. I know that to the listeners and the watchers, this is probably old news. You've already talked about it at length, but I can't get it out of my mind. I just wanna talk about it just for two seconds. This young woman who's suing Drake. Oh. I have so, <laughs> oh. I have so many. So I'm very, I'm so curious about this woman. I'm very curious. Is about it a real thing? I seems real. Like I've been hearing I'm about. It. I just haven't so like, I guess, heard it from like a like a credible, credible place yet. Yeah. True. So I'm like, is it real or is it a rumor? That's like true. But let's let's mm-hmm. for for a minute just humor me. I have so many questions about the type of person you have to be. For any of this to happen, like, and I mean every step of the way. No, 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 not every step of the way. Because obviously, if Drake asked me to go home with him, I'm going. You know, cool. Please. I got in a whole, just quick sidebar. I got in a Please. whole like <laughs> debate with someone about this last weekend about them being like, if Drake come up to you, you're yeah. going. And I was like, I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and like, and they, he was so, he was like. He was like, okay, so you're a liar. <laughs> like, yeah, Tati, Tati's not that type of bitch, but here's the thing. I am, okay? <laughs> and if Drake looked me in my eyes and was like, let's get out of here, I would be like, what? If Drake looked me in the eyes and was like, let's go on a date. Date? I would yeah. be like, yes. Possible. Me, it would be let's fill in the blank, and I'm probably 99.9% going to die, you know? <laughs> not, you know, probably. He would have to say something wild the fuck after that left for me to be like <laughs> you know like no thanks like anything let's get on my boat let's go to my hotel let's go to my house let's go to my friend's house let's, <gasps> Ooh, let's go to kiss. let's kiss let's i would love that um let's, <laughs> let's video you sucking my dick in this stall you know i'm probably gonna be like sure you know whatever but um <laughs> <laughs> hi guys this is that kind of episode <laughs> um but anyway no i'm, I'm, I'm bothered I'm curious. Let me video you sucking my dick in the stall. Yeah. I needed to. I needed to say something that was let's like let's. <laughs> but these were all the examples of the let's that you let's, were down yeah, for. Let's video you sucking my dick in the bathroom stall. And, it'll and be you're like, like <laughs> I love the I love the rock. Yeah, I'll be like, nah. I, think, I think I would. <laughs> I think I might. I, I am in. I have. I have. And then she, I, and then she no, would look back at us and be like, remember what we talked about? Like, I'm going in there. I have SD on way worse camera phones. Way worse. Okay. I do Drake. Anyway, whatever. In stalls, though? No, not in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, but the thing is, if we I were to see Drake somewhere, that bathroom stall is probably really nice. Yeah, it's going to be a nice one. Wherever place. we would be at. So, tech, so at least it would be a clean be floor. It'll probably, the stall will probably be encrusted in like gold. Yeah. It'll be nice. Yeah. It'll be classy. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, but I'm just very curious about this woman. I'm curious about how you got, how how did we get here? Like, what did, what type of, what does your mindset have to even be? So, 
my mind was already blown from just like the concept of the story because I'm like, wow, I am really not famous and not famous adjacent. But it's like, if this is all completely true, mm-hmm. he literally has that as a precaution. I put hot sauce in condoms because I know bitches will take the condom and put that. The concept of that is <laughs> wild to me. Like you go, yeah. to, no, no, no. Not that he does that, but that he's made to have to do that. Like that's just a thing. Like he probably like, you know, three years into fame, like some old head and was like, my nigga, you gotta do this. Like you know, right. like or like you have to. Like it's just a thing. Like it's just a thing. But it's like crazy to me that women have done this at the uh, rate. That have created this precaution for men, for industry men, men of status. That shit is wild to me. Like I don't even know. It's psychotic. Like I don't even. I mean, I guess like condoms break or whatever. But like I'm just, I'm just. I kept trying to like empathize with this woman. I kept trying to put myself in her shoes. Like, how did we get here? And I'm like, I can't even <laughs> imagine. So it, let's say it all works out. She's got what she wanted. She turns up pregnant. It's Drake's baby. I would be embarrassed to even approach him, like, knowing that I knew that he felt like he took all the precaution that he needed, like, he wore a condom, like, knowing that he knows, like, I did all I could to not let this happen, I wouldn't even feel right being like, well, it did, so, (laughs) like, you know, it's That type of girl that takes condoms out of the trash can and then pours the cum inside of her doesn't have those thoughts. Yeah. I'm feeling embarrassed no. to be no, like, I'm mean. pregnant now. You can't. <laughs> that's what I mean. You don't have like the embarrassment thing and then, no. uh, and then take it a step further because the way that we heard about this, the way that this became news is that she, on her iPhone, notes, app, told us the whole story. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she painted him as a stand, a stellar guy. She was like, he was super mm-hmm. in touch with consent. He was very intentional making sure that we both knew that I was doing this on purpose like he was very consent forward and it's like fabulous we shouldn't be clapping for that my god but you know it's good to hear outside of all the shit that we hear mostly yeah Mm -hmm. but so it's like she paints him so she's not coming out just being like this dog ass nigga this terrible ass nigga this she's like this stand up guy who I try to extract the fucking nut from (laughs) just so happens to put hot sauce in it and I want my toys and it's just like even if so many questions, because even if I did, okay, even if I did get all the way to that point, no one would know this story but my lawyer. No one mm. would know about this. What possessed you to put because she doesn't care. She I know. Help. I feel like that's the thing. She wants money, she but she needs it. She's trying to get it in any way possible. So yeah. whether it be by her telling her story, oh so then like. God like uh blogs and stuff will pick it up or a podcast might hit her up and be like come on you know like she doesn't care yeah like she doesn't care the route that it yeah like she's just she's just like whatever route i gotta take that's gonna get me some notoriety let's start from the beginning what year were you born let's talk about your parents like how did we get here how did we get here because i can't imagine my brain and that's the thing too that me and tati always talk about our cool girl shit like Shit, Jet. Boy, what? Like, I am ah. just. Unlike, and not that? even, like, I'm I'm grossed out at the thought of taking a condom out of the garbage can and pouring cold cum. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Into your vagina. That is the 
disgusting. <laughs> that is gross. Do you come with like, like a, do you bring a syringe? Do you like extract yeah, it? Yeah, like it the you? whole. Or what, oh well, no, you don't because she said that she got chemical burns from the fucking hot sauce. So she clearly was trying to do it on demand. And also, she just tried to like squeeze it back in her, like with her fingers. Yeah, probably. there's also like. <laughs> Gross. She also doesn't know how condoms work. Disgusting. I throw up. Condoms have a thing called spermicide in in and around them. So you're likely killing the sperm on contact with the condom. Also, love bug. Like, honey, you didn't think of. Oh, God. It's. But also. Yeah, but Drake is cool, though. Yeah, Drake is Mm. a fun guy. You know, he's. Drake is great. Yeah, I love every. (laughs) I love everything he's doing with his life. The hot sauce at this point in time. Picturing him having this package of hot sauce just on him or just in his hotel bathroom at all times. Like, where was it placed? Where do you think it was? Do you think it was in his pocket? Or do you Probably think in his pocket. But, like, they just had sex. I think you so. Think, but like, or, like, you think he put a his wallet. on to, like, go to the bathroom? Huh? You, like, if it was in his pocket, he would have had to bring it in the bathroom. Or he probably just, like, did it on the slide. Like, just grabbed it out of his pocket as he was going in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to question Drake. I mean, be like, what are you doing? You know? (laughs) Right. So. Into the bathroom. Yeah, Yeah. so he probably just grabbed it and went in there. I just have to get that off my chest, guys. I'm so sorry. We don't do pop culture here typically unless I am. um, Praises due to Drake. (laughs) (laughs) If you remember, praises due. If you're an OG. Fan praises due to Drake. Yeah, truly, yeah. truly. Yeah, no, that's appropriate for sure. We started, mm-hmm. we kicked this episode off with a praises due. Yeah. Okay, so let's um housekeeping. As you know, please continue to do all the things you've always done. Follow us, subscribe, like, rate, review. Ratings and reviews are super important, so people like you to find people like us. So thank you for doing so. Um, yaymash.com. Subscribe. Go over there. Read the things. Today's episode, just like every episode, um. Before this of this year is brought to you by a blog piece, a written piece. I hate the word blog piece. Um, a written piece that will be available to you this Wednesday, this ready Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and if you could change your name, what would your name be? An adult Brianna. Give me a second to think about it. Sixth grade Brianna Clark. I love that. That was my name. I love grade. Clark. Yeah, so when I was a kid, I hated my first. I actually love my name now as an adult. I love my name. I love that it's spelled correctly. Um, hey, it's not my <laughs> fault. It's not my fault. Letters work a very specific way, you know, in grammar. And my name is Brianna because there's one N in there. Your name is Brianna because there are two. So we're not going to talk about that. You can call yourself whatever you want. But when I was a kid... I was in a classroom full of Briannas and Briannas of all different spellings. And either way was N-I-G-G-E-R. So we said Brianna every time. So Brianna with the O in her name, Brianna with the two N's. Everybody was Brianna. I hated my fucking name. I was sick and tired of being the eighth Brianna in every class that I was in. So I talked to my mom. I was like in fifth grade maybe. And I was like, oh, you know. And my mom was like, that almost wasn't even your name then. Because I was sitting there pregnant watching No Better Blues, and I just loved her, and her name was Clark, and she was so cute. And I was like, I'm going to name my baby Clark, but you know your daddy or whatever, got named after my father. (laughs) (laughs) Got named after my father. This isn't even real family, so 
she know me? I said, nigga, don't know her. She really bad. But anyway. Give us the damn she name, bitch. Name, bitch. Kind of. We'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, shout out to my dad. He's my bestie. But, yeah, so as a kid, I would say Clark because I was like, I love that. And it, it was so obscure, and it felt like a boy's name to me. So I was like, I love that. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, if I could change my name, I actually really love my name. I love seeing my name. I love hearing my name. Um, but I also like, I also like, I really love, um, like, ambiguous names, too, like Charlie or Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Or like Stevie from um, uh, The Parkers. Mm-hmm. I used to love that her name was Stevie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I would probably do one of those. I feel like I, I really like Chachi. That's like the nickname that Michael calls me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like just, like, cute little, like, short, like, like, names that sound, I don't know how to explain that. But, you know, like, the sound of it is, like, Frankie, Chachi. Like, it's, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I like stuff like that. You like boy names. Like, yeah, names like that could be for boys. That, but that, for that girls. are, like, pointed. Like, the way you say it, it's, like, I don't know. Like, Brianna is, like, it's, like, slow. It's, like, Brianna. But, like, having that many consonants in your name. Like so, like, you like, like the, the E instead of the A. No, I like the consonants. But I'm saying, well, I guess when you were saying Frank E, Chachi, I was oh, like, you yeah, like the too, E instead yeah, of the I. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I like the E, and I also like the double consonants, like the hard sound of the name. So. Mm. <laughs> um, as a kid, I wanted my name to be Keisha. <laughs> really bad. I adore that. <laughs> really bad. I thought the name Keisha was like end all be all like all the fly girls are yes. named Keisha. So all my Barbies were Keisha, all of my dolls were Keisha. When I first started like writing stories and stuff as a kid, the main character's name was always Keisha. Like oh I just love Keisha. That's so cute. <laughs> so as a kid my name would have definitely been Keisha. As an adult, I don't know. I really don't know. I think I, I'm I think I'm sold on Tatiana. Like, yeah, I think I like my name. And the the crazy thing is, like, as a kid, I didn't run into other Tatianas. Like, I never went to school with, like, other Tatianas. When people would meet me and I would say my name, it was always like, oh, like, that's so nice. It's so unique. unique, Fun fact, I was named after the perfume that my mother wore to prom. She did. That's she so did go to prom sweet. with my dad, and the person was named Tatiana, and she was like, when I have a daughter, that's what I'm going to name her. That's so cute. So, yeah, so, but it wasn't until I got older that I started realizing there were other Tatianas in the world. <laughs> like, I, I genuinely thought I was, like, one of five. I didn't know that other people had that name. So, yeah, I don't know. As an adult, I would, I think I would, I wouldn't change it. Oh, uh, yeah. And, like, I named my daughter, like, like I love the name Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But I named her Cassidy, so I can't be Cassidy. Yeah. I like the name Sky, but I gave her that name too. Yes, you did. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I gave away my other oh, name. Yeah. I, I know what my kid's name would be. Do you know too? I told you. If it's the same, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not. It ain't y'all son. Elijah. Yeah. And I would do that whether it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. I love that name. Because I told you that. Um, Tashina Arnold, I believe, her daughter oh, is Elijah. You did yeah. That. Yeah, it was a boy. My brother used to hang out with a boy named Elijah when I was a little kid, and I used to love him. And then 
And then also, there's a gospel song called Elijah Rock. Bob. Anyway, let's check in. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I want okay. To Physically, I am feeling. Um, physically, I'm feeling a little like warm and fuzzy. I had a a bit of a shot, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I'm not like drunk or tipsy or anything, but it just made my body feel things. <laughs> um, emotionally, emotionally, I feel joy and happiness. And contentment, and you dirty dog. <laughs> Bless you. And my attention is on. The next birthday coming up, Brisa's birthday, as well as Valentine's Day. It's only my birthday, but nope, still. it's two things. <laughs> How are you um, celebrating B-Day this year? I don't know. You don't have any plans? I, I'm sure I have plans, but I not don't I'm know. I'm sure I have. I mean, I'm saying I don't know them, is what oh, I'm saying. So you're, so you're not doing any of the planning. Yeah, no. Okay. So, so I don't you know. Must, you know. Must be nice. Um, nope. Oh. <laughs> and spiritually, I feel, I'm going to say blessed again. Period. Yeah. Physically. That's me. I forgot you didn't go already. I was supposed to be like, girl, what are you doing? Physically. Like, you went already. Physically, I am back. I am. I've, I've, I've had things. Emotionally, I am feeling um, just love and some joy. My attention is currently on my birthday always. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) My birthday always, and it's to be said, though. Spiritually, I'm feeling. Lots of different things were trash. Lots of love. Um, Okay, so today I wanted to talk about prioritizing pleasure. Here's why I had a thought. If you, in real time, like in real time, a couple weeks ago, in your time, like maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. I thought and I tweeted it because I was like, bro, children are proof of the male orgasm, right? Yes. I was like, most people <laughs> yes. will grow Well, no, you said most. Yes. Oh, I, I, I know words. I was like, yes. I, I know words. <laughs> Most people were brought here because a daddy and a mommy did the things, and the daddy put his juice in the mom, right? Gross. And I'm like, so that's kind of crazy because, you Don't know, do this, kids. Science has evolved, and now there are other alternative ways of, having, of bearing children, and they're great. But for a very long time, human existence depended on a man coming. Mm-hmm. And that's, that blew my fucking mind. Because patriarchy is a wild thing. It's a terrible thing. We should dismantle it. <laughs> but it's also, like, the power that that holds is wild. Like, when I really thought about that, like, that's insane. Because it's like, of course, we think about bearing children and we think about a woman. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have nowhere to put it and that, and that place that you put it is not just, like, 
it's not a petri dish. It's a, like a person, and and we have we are equipped as women to like build a fucking person, and that's a whole other thing. But the first part of it is a man who walks. And I thought, like, what would life be like if human existence depended on the female organ? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't exist. My thought is that we would not exist by now because I know so many women who women who are um, women who have sex with cis men who do not achieve orgasm. Like that's not. In fact, the people who do achieve orgasm, especially from penetrative sex, is the rare thing. Like that's rare. A lot of women do not achieve orgasm because they're having penetrative sex with a man. And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, we wouldn't exist. <laughs> we just wouldn't exist by now. The alternative is something that I thought of yesterday when I was writing this. Is scarier though. It's that because you know, science being what it is, we've always had brilliant minds. Someone somewhere figured this out, and women are you know like milked like cows for their ejaculate. Like, either way, it's bleak. Either we don't exist, or we're like used as machines. But the ideal thought is that women would have their pleasure prioritized, which is what I really want to talk about today. Don't mm-hmm. don't linger too long where I just was, because <laughs> I was there for a long time, and I was just like, what the fuck? But um, I'm cursing a lot of YouTube. Please hang on. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but it got me to thinking about pleasure being prioritized, right? Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women specifically, I'm speaking from the perspective of women, I know that men also um, struggle with this, that men don't prioritize their pleasure in the way that they think they do, and I think that we have a perception of men's pleasure being prioritized because we have proof of their pleasure because they come and it's physical and you can see it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so we think that men's pleasure prioritize when a lot of times men don't even know what they like or what they want. <laughs> I don't know if every man needs that. Needs? <laughs> I say what they just do. No, but I feel you. Even that, you know, like a lot of a lot of men just don't even know that. But like specifically for women, not only do we struggle with prioritizing our pleasure, but we've also been conditioned into believing that there's like this inappropriateness of even knowing what you like. So like mm-hmm. being a sexually liberated person is mm-hmm. met with intimidation instead of like, that's fucking great. Like, what the fuck? She knows mm-hmm. exactly what I need to do to get her there. She's the shit. Um, so we've been conditioned over time that, which is why a person like me, I'm like doing my whole sexual liberation in reverse because I thought I was sexually liberated since I was like fucking 14 just because I was the only one willing to, like, talk about it and be loud about it, but I created an identity around the taboo of it and the shock and the awe. And it wasn't coming from a space of actually knowing what I like. It was coming from a space of, like, I don't say this for all that shit to these people, and they're going to be uncomfortable, and that makes me feel, I don't know. I'm better than you. It made me feel good. I don't know. It made me feel good to make people, like, squeamish, like, oh, you do that or you talk about that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that reflected in my sexual experience, too. So it's like I'm not even doing what I like or even knowing what I like. I'm just doing the wild things, <laughs> like the, ooh, you know, the shock and awe things. Um, exactly. I used to have a, um, a 
the Restructuralist keychain that is like a Valentine's Yeah. Thing. You had that too? Yeah, I bought it for Cassidy. Oh my God. Literally the gorilla, yep. My mama bought me that. When and I it's fun. And didn't it say wild thing like in the wild fan? Thing, God. Thank God. Like, I love you. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Yep, I've had that for Cassidy. No, you didn't. <laughs> nah, no, you didn't. Nah. Okay, so, so. I want so the conversation that I want to have today, so I want to open up a question for you, Tati, and for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Do you consider pleasure a priority? Yes. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> how do you prioritize your pleasure? Um, how do I? Um, so not sexual pleasure. I just said pleasure. Wherever your mind goes when you think about pleasure, that's what you you bring up. Um, how do I prioritize it? Um, I don't know. This feels like a very hard question, honestly. I know. It feels like it's very, it's it's one of those things where it's hard, it's hard to put into words. Mm. Like, because it's something that I feel like I do, mm-hmm. but I don't, but I don't think I've ever tried to explain to someone. So, oh, girl, this is what I do. Like <laughs> I, da, 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 like <laughs> I don't know. I think that oh, first things first. I think for me because people try to act like I'm like a late bloomer when it comes to sex and stuff. Not a late bloomer. But um, no, I'm not. Like my friends be giving me like you're like my vanilla. friends be giving me slight shade. But I don't think, <laughs> you're a late I think I think of you as a little vanilla, but that's not. And I like vanilla ice cream. Period. But um, <laughs> period. Vanilla is enjoyable. But no, I think that for me, that the biggest thing for me when learning how to prioritize my pleasure was just asking for the things that I want Ooh, and how being. So how do you say that? How do you, you say, say it? it? Real time? Are you a person who feels like we should yes. have this conversation before we even get to sex, or do you? Oh. Or do you do it in real time? <laughs> <laughs> you know how people say like you should, know she's nuts. You know how people say like a healthy sex life, like you should be able to talk about this at dinner, like that sort of thing. Like, are you that type of person, or oh, are you like in yeah, real yeah. time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now like, when it comes to, I have no problem with talking about anything yeah for the most like any conversation is like on the table for me even if i don't even see myself ever even having sex with that person like i can still talk about it i don't know if that and sometimes that sends mixed messages to people like when you're willing to talk about something and they take that as like oh something may be here yeah and it don't be i just i'm just down to talk but (laughs) um but no i feel like once you start Feeling the vibes with somebody, I as in. About to say, once you start fucking me, <laughs> that right. F lingered so long. She said, once you start. No, no, no. But I was saying, once you start <laughs> feeling <laughs> the vibes, <laughs> once you start feeling the vibes with somebody that yeah. you do think You're you down. want to or you may want to go down that road with that person, I think that talking about it. It's just as important to me as the, like, the kissing, the ev- like, the chemistry. Like, yeah. finding out if you have mm. chemistry with a person. I mean, like, you don't have to talk about it, you know, necessarily. But I think that it is healthy if you have kind of 
you know, breached the topic yes. with each other and touched on it a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, yes. So, even whether you're having sex with a person or not having sex with a person, mm-hmm. I do think that open conversation is always good. So, that's your message. And then... I don't know if that's my message. No, that's what I'm saying. I was just saying I agree. I told you what I do. Okay. I said said my biggest thing was making sure that I'm asking for what I want. Because I used to be very shy. Or not during sex? During and not during. Yeah, I think I used to be a very shy. Like how you said um, women sometimes can even feel, like, uncomfortable with figuring out what they want or knowing what they want. And then because... You know, I wasn't always a very sexually active person. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to even learn what I liked and what I wanted from a partner because I wasn't having sex that much. So yeah. a lot of the times when it's I really was. It's really people like you because it's like, I'm not about to go fucking eight years without having sex. And then the first time I do, it's like, let me tell you. Yeah, it's like do. I would go. So I would a lot of the times yeah, my pat my previous sexual relationships, they really weren't. I don't know. It didn't even feel like it was necessarily something, like, for me. Like, it was more so, like, I just felt like this just came with the territory of, like, I'm feeling this person, Mm -hmm. so I'll have sex with him. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, ooh, like, I want this. Like, this is, you know, like, like when I was younger, like, um, like high school sweetheart me and then, like, college me, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, He's invested a lot of time yeah, here, comes next. <laughs> right? <laughs> like he's he's been around a long time. Like it's you, m- let him have it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. So it wasn't until adulthood, <laughs> like that's the dumb reason. Yeah, literally, that's what I would be thinking to myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, what are you really gonna do? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> just have the poor guy around for an, for another year. Another year, and you're still just like, I'm not ready. <laughs> like, I mean, but that would have been fair. That it would have been fair. Yeah, yeah it would have been true. fair. But yeah, we don't talk about also, the that's the thing, too. A young me, rel- um, when I was younger, related me being ready to sex, for sex, with how much time had been invested mm-hmm. with a person. And it wasn't so much about me yeah. really, like, being, like, ooh, like I'm you know, fi- yeah, it was more so, yeah, like wow. I said, like, you're my boyfriend. We've been, we've been, we've been outside <laughs> every day, like, doing stuff every day. So it's like, okay, I, sh- I should do this now because mm-hmm. if I think about all my favorite TV shows <laughs> and books, all the girls that were, uh, that were having sex and it was looked at as okay that they were having sex, it was because they had long-term boyfriends. So it was like, so if I have a long-term boyfriend, I'm going to have sex with him. <laughs> like, that's what you do. So in adulthood was when I started really thinking about it and being like, okay, like, I got to find out what I like yeah. and what what really, like, turns me on, what excites me, what I enjoy about this because it was really just, like, all for the man initially. I love that, though. I love mm-hmm. that thought because I never thought about it that way because I'm not me and you are kind of like the antithesis of each other our mm-hmm. younger selves mm-hmm. are like the antithesis of, of one another when it comes to like sex so love that um, I do prioritize my pleasure um, I can't remember when it was I feel like it was like two maybe three years ago I started saying that my intention is to um, be a positive source for others and enjoy myself 
And when I think of enjoying myself, I think about pleasure. I think of like, I like this. I like this excitement. Whatever it is, every single day, mm-hmm. I want to have pleasure when I'm eating. I want to have pleasure when I'm cooking. I want to have pleasure when I'm sitting in silence. Like, that's kind of just been like an intention for me. And it's gotten even stronger in the past like two years because I've had to reckon with the fact that I have sexual trauma. Like, mm. a lot of it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. most of my sexual experience is kind of, like, derived in this traumatic place. And um, that sounds dramatic, but, I mean, it's true. Um, so I, I've been really intentional now about just, like, okay, I need to know, like, yes, there are so many taboo things that I've been a- in associated with in the past that I'm like, okay, do I even care about that? Like, okay, so, an example. Mm-hmm. This is not even, this does not serve the conversation at all. I'm just saying it. When we first started the podcast, Mm -hmm. a lot of people who listened to the podcast, like I would talk to male friends and be like, yeah, do this. Like talking about what I've said on the podcast. Mm -hmm. A lot of people associated me with getting my ass beat. Like a lot. Like a lot of people was like, yeah, you, And that was a big part of my sexuality for a long time. Like, I have close friends who remember a stretch of time where that happened without anything else. And it blew everyone's mind. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. everybody was like, how does that, how do you even, how do we even get to that space or whatever? And that was like, it felt like a, like a, uh, what they say? You know how they say, like, a nick in the armor is, like... Like a badge of armor or something? Yeah, it's that, but, it, yeah, it felt like a badge of armor. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking too crazy over here. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I was just like, yeah, I'm that girl. Like, uh-huh. you know, I do the things and blah, 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 blah. And then, <laughs> after all these years, I don't want anyone's tongue anywhere near my ass. Like, at all. Like, I'm not interested in that at all. So mm-hmm. now I'm, like, in a space now where I'm, like, peeling. So it's like, instead of discovering I'm like peeling back layers of all these things that I've done and have have already experienced and Mm -hmm. I'm like reviewing them all like does this mean anything to me in real life or Mm -hmm. was this just a novelty right okay Uh then I'm like okay I don't want that I don't want acne I don't want this I don't want that and now I'm like okay I want um blindfolds and handcuffs I want that (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you know like and I want missionary is important to me like I'm starting to like do all that stuff um in the past couple of years but prioritizing my pleasure over time has started to like shift because I'm also a person who self-pleasures and I know Mm -hmm. that's something that me and you also don't have in common right and at first, I used to be a person that been like, you'll never know what you like unless you explore yourself. But that's not true for everybody. And men love telling uh, girls that. I feel like men, that like guys really? have said that to me Maybe that's so why often. I feel like a lot of my brainwashing comes from the males. Um, like, men, I was like, you don't what? Like, yeah, what? like, all of my How do you know what you started, like? Like, my origin of my, se- like my sexual self started with listening to my brother and uncles. Right. Like everything I was just like, okay, like that mm-hmm. was like the first thing, and then the second thing was porn, which is basically the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. all this like male dominated shit. So maybe that's why I always felt. And we talked about this before, <laughs> about mm-hmm. how like I didn't really watch porn yeah. for real, but when I did, whenever I did watch porn, like when I was younger, it was always from like 
it wasn't from like a pleasure standpoint. Yeah. It was from like a like what is, like, what is going on here? Like yeah. it was just like this is strange. And I said before on one of our episodes, I talked about how my sexual knowledge and idea of what sex was supposed to be all came from TV yeah. and movies and books. Yeah. Like all of those like high school sweetheart like yeah. romances is what I how I came back with my idea of like how sex was which may partially have to do with why I didn't even think that me enjoying it so much was even a big part of it because right. in most of those stories they're both very inexperienced yeah. so it's not like the girl is just having the time of her life yeah. it's just always like a big like wow I did oh, this okay. yeah it's, it's just crazy. like I did this like well you know we're bonded forever <laughs> like it's it was that like that. that you talk about that from a standpoint of sex because I've always heard and I've always believed this too like that men men's Sexual selves are misconstrued by porn, and women's love life is misconstrued from stories and books and rom-coms and shit. And it so, is. and I mean, and it's the same for sex too, because if mm -hmm. that's like, it's like either way, the extremity of either or, because they're all helpful in not in excess, where it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm right. using this for pleasure or enjoyment. I'm not using this to learn from, and we're all young, so it's like my very first fucking sexual thing being like this wild, like, um, what, it, what did it used to be called? Damn, what was that porn series called? It was like, uh, it was like a series. Like, you know the one we all used to watch? Yeah, it was like, mm. it, it'll be like round and brown, volume, you know what I'm saying? Like volume 11 or whatever. And like, those were my, that was my, huh? Not Brazilian bombshells, but I, I remember Brazilian round and brown, or like round and round, something <laughs> like that. But those, like that being my sex ed and your sex ed coming from like love novels and stuff, it's like in excess, they're both pretty not good. They're not telling us anything mm -hmm. that we actually that is actually helpful. They're not teaching us as women how to prioritize our pleasure. And it's like, nope. they're not teaching men how to prioritize their pleasure. And they're also not teaching men to um, consider women's pleasure also. Mm -hmm. um, so another thing that I... So essentially what I was going to say, what has kept you from prioritizing your pleasure? Um, a lot, I think a lot of it can be an experience. Yeah. I think because I go through such like, I would go, in the past I would go through such like long spurts of time not having sex, mm -hmm. you know, like it was high school, you know, I was with my high school sweetheart. When that was over with, I didn't have sex for like two years or so, mm -hmm. had sex again, didn't have sex again for like another year. So like it was always like these like big Long breaks back. in time that I think it slowed down the process of me fully getting acclimated to what it is that I want and what it is that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, it took until adulthood when I felt like I really started even just dating more. You know, I wasn't even yeah. like a huge dater. You know, when I was younger, like it's not, I, I wasn't like going out with this guy, going out with that guy, you know, like I was always pretty locked in on one person or not, you know, seeing it. So it even just took dating and having different experiences and learning, you know, different behaviors that I yeah. liked and didn't like. And then what would attract me and like the things that could turn me on before we even got to a sexual space, mm -hmm. you know. So what was your question exactly? What has kept you from prioritizing your pleasure? Oh, yes. Inexperience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, 
definitely mm. for me, I think it's this idea that I thought that I already knew all that I needed to know. Like, I thought, like, I did the things, I'm here, I'm the one out of all of my friends that's, like, talking to niggas in the street, or we'll go to the club, and it'll be... <laughs> Baby, <laughs> Brie blew my mind when me and her first got close, like... Because all of my friends that were, like, in my close friend circle at that time before Brie mm -hmm. were all kind of similar kind of versions of how I was. You know, me and Michael and, like, other, like, close friends of ours, like, we were all pretty, like, we weren't that experienced. Like, we weren't yeah. really doing anything sexually when we were in, like, our teenage years yeah. and, like, early 20s and stuff. Like, we were chilling. So we when me and Brie got close... And it was like this young girl <laughs> that was so just like, girl, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like, if he hit oh me up, God. like, I'm about to go. Like, I would just look at her like in amazement. I could be like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, we do. We okay. all like, we all congregate around her, like, so tell us. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, tell us, like, you got any stories, anything you so want to talk to us about. That perspective, though, <laughs> because that's what fed me. That made me feel validated. That that was the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I tied that, I tied my identity to that. Mm -hmm. My identity was tied to the ability to, like, go in a circle of people like y'all and say some shit, and y'all be like, you what? Yeah. Like, that was my whole judge, and I don't regret any of it. I think that that was We'd be fun. like, remember when we'd be like, we'd be in a group, and then... <laughs> Not, hold on. Uh, I don't want to say too many. Like, we all be in a group and we'll be like, well, let's all like count how many like sexual partners oh, we've all had when we were younger. And then, like, me and Michael would be like, well, how about we start adding kisses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we would have so much fun thinking about it. Like, oh, like, I think I kissed like 10 people. Like, we. <laughs> like, it was just so much innocence. Like, we just really were just like, But so now, but I do love that. I do love that. I'm, I'm happy that I'm in a space because I think last year when I was like really in the thick of this work and like looking back on certain things and like labeling certain things as trauma, I think I was just like, it just felt like a sad place. It felt like all of that shit that I went through was like, not a lie, but it was just like, it's like I didn't identify with that person anymore. But it's like, mm. really, I still do. Like, all of those things make me who I am. It's just growth. Yeah. You just like, pass that. I'm just, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I just have a better understanding. That, and that's what's supposed to happen. I think right. that we put this pressure on ourselves that, like, when we were younger, we were this or we were that. But it was like, we also didn't know anything. Like, mm -hmm. and now I know better. So I can not, I can look back on those things and be like, oh, okay. Like, that was a very interesting girl. Because yeah, I, I feel like I was, uh, like girl. we said, I feel like we were, you know, our younger years were like exact opposites yeah. of each other. Because I think I did find identity in me just thinking like, I'm just not that sexual of a person. Like, sex yeah. just doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Like, I just didn't care. So, going those That's long awesome periods thing. of time, not yeah. having sex, like, it was just literally like, who cares? This is what I do. Yeah. This is a part of who Tatiana is. Doesn't matter, you know? And I had to get older and, and, like, reach a point where it was like, 
okay, yeah, like, I may not, you know, be wild and crazy, but also, like, are you enjoying not having sex? Like, is yeah. this fun for you? Like, are you, like, like yeah, like, that? are you, yeah. Yeah, so I really yeah. had to come to the group, like, no, like, that's not who you are. Like, you, yeah. your claim to fame doesn't have to be, like, ain't nobody been with me. Absolutely. You know, like, ain't, you know, yeah, like, that doesn't have to be, you know, another, like, badge of honor. Right. To be like, I'm I'm so I I'm so untouchable. That. You I know, like that. that's not if if that you know, that's not doesn't have to be a thing. I love that. Yeah. Because it really shows that our identity was tied in things that meant something to the outside gaze. Mm-hmm. But when we come inward, it's a totally different experience and it's a good experience. And the whole point of this conversation is that we have a conversation about prioritizing our pleasure regardless. Whether you are a single person, a coupled person, it's really about understanding that you are, like, pleasure, in my opinion, is just as essential as food and shelter. It is. You have to enjoy yourself. Like, you will literally walk yourself into the grave if every Mm -hmm. single day is just your mindset, even if it is mundane, if you do the same thing every day, you eat the same breakfast, you go the same route to your job, or you go to the same job, that does not mean that there's no pleasure to be derived because pleasure is not derived from the outside. Mm-hmm. It's derived from the inside. It's derived by choice. It's derived by you deciding that you deserve to feel good. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole point of this conversation. And um, I hope that you all take it seriously. Um, I do want to recommend a book. It's called Sensual Self. I've been working on this book since the beginning of the year, it's um, kind of like a diary, but every day has a new prompt. It's by Evian. can't think of her last name, but I will put it in the description. Please pick it up. It's a really, really good book if you want to just get better in touch with yourself, your sensual self, because your sensual self is not your sexual self. Pleasure is not all about sex. You can derive pleasure from any space. Like I said, I try to derive yeah. pleasure from my cooking, my eating, my every. Each of my senses, laughter, crying, <laughs> everything. So I want that for us all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Any other parting words, Pat? Nope. Thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode. We're getting into February, the love Woo! month, my month. So I hope that your pleasure is absolutely front yes. And if not, then please at least continue to do all the things that you've always done. Continue to follow us on all the places that we can be followed. You can follow us at A Way With Rosa Podcast on Instagram, and you can follow me there at Brie.Sage and at Brie underscore Sage on TikTok. And you can follow at A Tati on Instagram and at Hey Tati on TikTok. And you just have to follow at NJMKid and at Moments underscore Sue because you just got it, okay? It's good over there. We love y'all so much, and we're going to see you in February. Everybody say bye. Bye.